Hey y'all, welcome back to the Brianna Proof Podcast. I am so excited. I have had, I have my first guest that I haven't had in um, a while and I had to pick somebody special to ease people back into having guests. So I have the one and only Cassie Aurora, who is a professional astrologer, Reiki master, sound healer, and integrative coach. Cassie helps empower mothers to feel confident and supported through their pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and motherhood journey using homeopathy and yoga. We will talk about what that means. Um, She is also the host of the Modern Goddess podcast, which is designed for conscious women and mothers who are ready to heal fully, nourish their souls and bodies, embody deep self-love so that they can fully step into their highest versions of themselves. We love everything about that. And last but not least, she is also the creator of two master classes, one called Homeopathy for Enhancing Pregnancy and Birth Safely and Naturally, and then Magic Mama's Medicine Masterclass, which is an easy to follow homeopathy class for mothers who want to feel empowered to treat and heal their family safely and naturally. So welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. We've been trying to make this happen for so long. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, that intro is really good. I feel like you should be a, a presenter. People tell me all the times that they really like the intros that I give them. I think it's because anybody in this space just is not the best at giving themselves the credit that they deserve because we're always trying to help and heal others. And sometimes it's nice to just, you know, be like backstage and give yourself a little round of applause. But um, I am just really excited to have you on here because I think I originally started following you via Christina, who's been on the podcast or vice versa. Um, She's one of my dear, dear friends. And I think originally I love, I have loved how your journey has evolved. You started a lot with astrology stuff and that was really cool. So we'll talk about that. Um, the Reiki piece. And I think that's all very connected, but now I know that you've really shifted into this kind of being a master of homeopathy and I love homeopathy. I tell people all the time that I feel like it's almost learning a second language because first of all, I can't pronounce half the things that are in the homeopathic field. And people don't always understand the idea of like healing, like sort of idea. So I would love to start the podcast by having you explain what homeopathy is and why it is the future of medicine. Okay. Um, so homeopathy, uh, it's a complete system of medicine. So, you know, as as complete as, you know, if you go to the traditional, I say traditional, you know, your doctoral, whatever. Um, it's a complete system and it is a safe, gentle, natural and effective system of medicine that stimulates your body to heal itself. Um, nothing in homeopathy is material apart from things like tissue salts, you know, um, everything is potentized medicine, which is usually where people switch off because they're like, what? And then, then it's like, well, what is it? Is it energy medicine? No one knows the mechanism of action. How does it actually work? So then it gets thrown out by a lot of things. Um, but you know, there are many ways that homeopathy is, um really more powerful than material things in certain circumstances because 
you know, you probably preach that it's really about the integration of everything. But a lot of the time when a lot of patients come to me with infertility, uh, generally infertility, but other things, um, postpartum, they're doing all the right things, you know, they're sleeping well, they've done like a functional kind of work with functional practitioners. So they've done a lot of organ support, they've had a lot of labs done, you know, they've worked with really great people and seen like a lot of improvement. And yet something still isn't really shifting. And what homeopathy does is it kind of sends a signal to that spirit-like, God-like force that's behind everything, you know, why we breathe. You know, if you were to really say, well, what tells you to breathe and then what tells that to do that? And we keep going. It's like there is something behind everything, behind nature and intelligence. And homeopathy kind of stimulates that godlike vital force to move in the direction of healing or uh you know that can sometimes take a long time but it will work on a level that's not material and so i mean i'm no physicist no one really understands exactly how it works well they probably try and explain in books like that we have to study but i don't get it but all i know is it does work and for me, it's the future of medicine in many situations because it's completely individualized. So there isn't a protocol for food poisoning. It's so, I mean, there's lots of remedies that have food poisoning. You know, say that you get sepsis in hospital. Uh, there are many, many remedies that have sepsis and you could be in hospital with all of the antibiotics being pumped into in, in intensive care. And it could take a few doses of lachesis if that's your remedy. And if your own vital force has the capacity to heal, which is a, another conversation, but if it does, it can then heal from that sepsis. It instructs the body to do what it needs to do. So for me, it's the future of medicine because there are so many big problems now that we can't solve um, or we can get so far and there's like this gap. And for me, nutrition is amazing. Herbalism is amazing. And they're all really powerful. But in my life, it was like they all had done something. But homeopathy has been the thing that fully regained me to like, not even who I was before, like the energy, like probably the best that I thought I could be. You know, I've never known myself this way. So, um, for me, it's the future of medicine for that reason, but there are loads of other reasons. But it's answering big problems that we have, in my opinion, in medicine today. Um, you know, so that's kind of like a simplistic version because, um, <laughs> you know, I'm no scientist. You know, I can't give you all the high-tech words. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to shut the door because my baby's crying. Baby's crying. Uh, that was a beautiful definition. And I actually love how you said that because I want to come back to that, like as far as actually starting like a homeopathy starter kit, if you will. What I have found with homeopathy is that to your point, it generally works. Number one, you have to be open to it. I think there's a little bit of that psychoneuroimmunology effect of the placebo, like as you think, so shall you be. You have to believe it for your body to integrative, which is basically all long 
ways of saying mind-body medicine, number one. I, I find that people adapt the best to it when it is kind of at maybe the tail end of all the other things that they've tried as far as integrative medicine, or they, they understand some of the basics of that acupuncture, there's a time and a place, herbalism, there's a time and a place, integrative medicine, so on and so forth. I think what still does confuse people about homeopathy, and I would love to just hear um, your just insight on it, is number one, like the two main principles, which is, you know, like cures like. So sometimes if you have something in the body, the role of homeopathy is to actually give you more of it. And then the idea of the law of minimum dose. I think a lot of people don't understand the dosage of homeopathy. I still get confused because I'm like, wait, do I want more cc's or less? So could you maybe explain both of those for somebody who's totally new of like, okay, because I think, again, most of our Western thinking is if a little bit is good, then more must be better. And it's quite the opposite in homeopathy. So can you explain sort of, um, you know, the like cures like and some of that, the laws of minimum dose? Yeah, um, I want to just like backtrack to the placebo thing because definitely I'm like, well, if it's placebo and it works, then who cares? Um, but when it comes to like treating like like my baby when she was, what, th three, three months old, four months old, she has not no concept of like what's going on anyway. And if you there was like a point where she had really bad colic she's like screaming and red in the face and this was like my first one of my first experiences with homeopathy and I gave her the remedy and like the second that it touched her mouth her whole body just relaxed and she just went to sleep and I'm like you can call it placebo but when I see things like that I'm like there is something here that we just you know I wasn't even thinking it would work so I'm like hmm there's something in that but yeah um so maybe let's start with like cures like um so this is the principle um so really really it, was it Hippocrates I feel like it was Hippocrates I should flipping know that thank you thank you Dr Brianna uh <laughs> but he said opposite cures so if you've got uh, a temperature you put a cold flannel on your head if you feel hot for example and then he said that like cures like. So this was like a, a really ancient principle. So an example would be if you burn your hand, you put it under some, actually under warm water. And it's like, oh, this is really helpful, which is really odd because we, I think we definitely are more into opposites just generally. So when it comes to how it works in homeopathy, if we take something like the common cold is a good example. So I want you to think about when you're in your kitchen cooking and you're chopping up an onion and then your flipping eyes are going, they're stinging and your nose is running. And you're like, ah, um, unless you have a hack, which I don't know about. In And that would be like what happens when you cut an onion. For some people, when they have colds, they may express a cold, like a, a cold with like running eyes and a runny nose, stinging eyes, exactly the same as when they cut an onion. So they take the remedy that they might take for that would be Allium Sepa, which is basically onion, but it's the onion has been like in a tincture, then it's been um, uh, kind of like diluted and succussed, which is like bang, bang, bang. It's just really, it's like ancient alchemy. And then it's it goes through that so many times until it's not, there's no trace of onion molecule in there then you would take that 
and that onion energy <laughs> the energy of the onion is going to come in your body and your body because it's the energy of an onion and your cold is symptom like the symptom is the energy of the onion like what you're expressing is like when you cut an onion it's kind of like they match and it's telling your body then to basically respond to the stimulus coming in and the body will then it's like because it matches the medicine that you take has to be stronger than the symptoms you have so then that's like an artificial disease and the body reacts to that stimulus and in doing that the vital force actually heals itself so it kind of like is putting um some ignition and a simple way of thinking it is like your cold is like an onion you take the onion remedy and then a healing response happens a bit like if you were repressing grief and you're really sad and you walk into a room with another woman a stranger you don't even know and she comes over and I don't know she randomly starts talking to you and says oh you know I've just lost my husband and something about that just brings it out in you so it's like that resonance thing and we don't I mean I don't know what it is it's something and that's kind of how homeopathy works it it resonates in a certain way so that's, that's kind of great explanation. I think that's also such a great way to explain it's kind of like you know in the movies when someone's trying to distract somebody else you know they're like look over here and so it's almost like you're distracting your body to say yeah this is we're getting that direct stimulus from whatever that is whether it's a germ or it's a bacteria or you're feeling nauseous or whatever and then something else kind of comes in the back door and your body's like wait look over here and pretend to pay attention while we're actually fixing everything um on our own so that was i think really beautiful yeah may maybe i mean this is where I like lose marks at college all the time. And like they, they have this habit of saying, explain how you would explain it to someone who doesn't know. And I'm like, oh, I'm not very good at this. So I get better. Um, but you asked about potency, you know, what are the CCs? Yeah. Um, well, before you answer that, I just want to let, in case again, this is new to some of the listeners, like, so for homeopathy in general, and correct me if I'm wrong, but there are different forms, right? You can do like tablets, there's drops, there's creams, there's gels, there's ointments. So when we're talking about the CCs, we're talking mostly about either all of the above, or are we just talking about like the pellets that people are using? <laughs> Depends. So okay. you can have like the pellets. Generally, it's the pellets and tablets. Things like tissue salts that you may use in pregnancy or like as a support uh, or tinctures they're using tablets or they can be in tincture form like literally as you would have a herbal tincture they can be in tablets and then liquids are different so you might have something like an lm which you don't need to know about but actually hanuman who invented homeopathy or came up with homeopathy he said like at the end of his life it's liquid you know it's liquid doses that are the best um both work i mean so you can take it in liquid and especially if anyone like listening ever gets a kit, this is a really helpful tip. If it's an emergency, like someone's just chopped their finger off in the door or they're having, you know, a really like it's a trauma, um, you can literally drop the pill in water and the minute it hits the water, the whole water will be infused and you can sip it like every 10 seconds. Or if you're at the end of your pack and you've got like hardly any remedy left, just drop it in water and it'll last for like five days in the fridge which sounds, you know, a bit odd, but it does. So when we're talking about like homeopathy, 
generally we're talking in the pills but you can get creams and they'll be more of a low potency and stuff like that but the poisons you would never get in a tincture or a pill because you'd be poisoned so so yeah so I know, I think for some people, I think the two most common forms of homeopathy that I think, even if you know nothing about it, if you walk through a Whole Foods, you would probably see Boreon, I think is one of the important brands. Um, and another, I think a common one is something like Arnica, which is really popular in homeopathy, right? So for the people who are looking at like either the Boreon, they have the one that's like for cold and flu. I cannot pronounce it for the life of me. It's like Asacolicum or something like that. Um, it's like a very long name. I don't know for the flu one, but basically it's the same. Oh, thing. yeah, I know, I know, and it's Yeah, I don't know. It's very long. I'll put it in the show notes because I can't pronounce it. But I use it all the time. I used to use it all the time actually when I was traveling a lot for work. If I the second I felt something coming on, I would take it. So in that, can you maybe sort of break down? I think is it broken to like is it fifty cc's or what? What? is the breakdown of that and kind of like how, what does the CC thing actually even mean in homeopathy? Okay. So CC or like, I don't have in the U S we just have C. Okay. We have X C M. Most shops will just have 30 C or if it's 50, that's probably the U S equivalent. And that would be like, I would say generally the best potency just for everyone to DIY at home uh, because you'll see if it's working but you're not likely to cause an aggravation unless you're really going crazy. So what the C means is how many times it's been succussed and diluted. So um, 6C would be about something like 600 times that it's been succussed and diluted maybe more my maths is terrible but how it works is you take the raw homeopathic things say it's arsenicum you would do 10 uh, you would dilute it one to ten bang it ten times and then pour uh pour the liquid away and whatever drops remain in there you fill that with water and then you keep doing that until you reach certain potencies so the higher it goes the more dynamic it gets. So the best way to explain is this is why homeopathy can work in the past and it can work very material. So technically, if it's like a 30C or a 50CC or whatever you have over there, it's more material. So it will generally be for more physical things. So say it's Arnica, um, 30C that you see in the shop, then that would be great if you had a bump on the head this week or like my kid <laughs> fell backwards off the sofa early and smacked her head and we just gave her a couple of doses 30 cc's it's very physical say that you went to a homeopath and you had had a car accident 20 years ago which i actually had in clinic a few weeks ago um and this guy had never been well since a car accident so i gave him arnica 10m 10m tends to be one of the higher potencies which technically is so infinitesimal it's kind of like the equivalent of a hair in a football stadium no that's 30c it's the equivalent of a hair in relation to basically our solar system that's basically the how much it's like so crazy you can't get head around it and just that one pill because the higher the potency the more dynamic it is it's a bit like shouting in a massive cathedral your voice travels further 
than if you just shout into a box, which is kind of like a 36. It's quite safe. It's not going to go too deep. And this guy, he had the 10M Arnica. And bearing in mind the accident was 20 years ago, he never bruised in his body. Uh, he took the Arnica and a week later he messaged, well, he, he emailed to say that his body had come all out in bruises and he'd never bruised in the car accident 20 years ago. After the, which doesn't sound great, but they were only, you know, was like the body was doing what it needed to do 20 years ago because the remedy is so far reaching it transcends what we can understand as like time I guess and then he was like fine after that it's not always like that but you know that's why the higher potencies you won't see in shops because they're they're not likely to cause harm it's just you really need to be very specific and they're generally more mental and emotional than they are physical. So the ones in the shops, 30C, very safe, and will deal with most day-to-day things. So maybe that helps. So yeah, so 30C, if somebody, we'll use Arnica, because I think that's one that people just get the most, or Nux Vomica, I think is another really popular one that people use. So let's say somebody has um, bruising, whatever swelling, that's what most people are using Arnica for, muscle pain. They have this chronically going on, right? For the chronic person, they would use the 30C and if, or I'm, I could be saying it wrong, I'm trying to clarify. And then if somebody, let's say, just literally fell off their bike yesterday and they need something more acute, what, how would you kind of just to summarize that, to differentiate that for people? Okay, so acute, as in if it's, the energy is mad, like there's blood pouring out of their head. I just fell off of my bike, which I did this two summers ago and used Arnica and it literally saved my life. So what would the person be doing there in that moment where they're like, did I just break my wrist? Blood pouring out the head, breaking my wrist is 200 or 30. The lower the potency, the more often you need to give it because it's a lower. So you would say, okay, keep a 30 and have it every five minutes, even every minute in emergency, okay? If it's like, I've got deep aches and pains, I'm overused, it technically probably wouldn't be Arnica. Right. Uh, <laughs> we would be looking at deeper remedies, but uh, you would probably then, if it was a chronic picture, go really, really high, or you can use a 30 from the shop, you would just do it daily. But then the thing you have to do with that is know when to stop because people think a little bit is good, my bruising's gone, I'll keep having this every day. And then the next thing they know, if they're a sensitive individual, if they're a kind of adrenal system's a bit sluggish, and they're like, oh, I'm bruised, I'm bruising all over, you know, like probably because they've just gone crazy with the arnica. Um, so most people, 200 or 30. Um, but I always like to encourage people not to be scared. If something is working a bit and they're like, but it's just not doing it, then go to a homeopathic pharmacy and, you know, try out a 1M. You're not going to destroy yourself. Like, you just, it might clear the picture completely. So 30 is great for everyone. 200 or 30. Yeah. You brought up a really good point because this is the same thing in herbalism. People don't realize the importance of what we call pulse dosing in herbalism. I don't know if it's the same thing in homeopathy, but the same idea of it's almost like a slow drip, like an IV of you're taking, depending on what the need is for, you might need a more heroic dose every hour or few hours and increasing the upping the titration, as opposed to being on like a maintenance where, yeah, maybe you're just taking one full dropper 
once or twice a day. So I, it sounds somewhat similar to homeopathy where you yeah. should be. And that's, I think the instructions even will say that sometimes when you go to like a vitamin shop or a whole foods and you, you get some of the more basic ones where it's like, take this every hour. You're just always pouring the little pellets like right into your mouth. And people are like, why am I doing this? So that was um, a beautiful explanation. Thank you. I think it's worth remembering it's matching the energy. So like if your energy because homeopathy is about matching everything is let's match where you're at so if someone has low energy and you think oh they're so phosphorus for example you know they've burnt out they're a phosphorus and they're so low and you think well they're so deep in a phosphorus because they have no energy you know they're they're so anxious they've got the actual pathology tissue change you're like great they need phosphorus and it's so clear so heroic dose would be 10m really high that would cause them to be in a very bad way because their body is not capable it might not have strength in the organs to do what it needs to do same with herbalism you know people going in with these deep you know like going crazy with detoxes and yet their liver is so weak and their kidneys are so weak and it's like actually we can cause real damage so it's always it depends because like you know a heroic dose can be great but it depends because the worst thing is someone to listen to is say well I think I need Arnica 10m that accident 50 years ago when actually they've probably moved into a completely different remedy picture and then <laughs> and then they're like like they it's a kidney remedy so I don't know maybe the kidneys are like ah, afterwards and yeah so it's a big it depends with homeopathy Yes. That's my favorite. I actually, any practitioner who ever uses that sentence, it depends, I know is a good practitioner because as you know, in the wellness world, there is never a one size fits all, even if one protocol worked perfectly for somebody who is person A and person B are presenting the same exact symptoms and system dysfunction and metabolic chaos or call it whatever you want it's very unlikely that I've ever been able to replicate a protocol because mm -hmm. it always does depend. I always say anything affects everything in the body. And to your point, I think people don't always understand that it is so much about energy because everything is literally energy and they hear that and they're like, well, it's kind of woo woo. And what's the mechanism of action and what oh. you know, enzyme is that? And like, I, I fall in both camps because I love to nerd out and all of that, but I'm also like, right. But guys, it is a, a lot more simple than we make it. Cause it really is just, you know, energy. And so, um, do you ever get people who also confuse, or maybe they can be integrated, but the idea of like flower essence and that and like Bach flower essence, is that ever coming in contact with homeopathy? How similar or dissimilar are those? I think it can. I think it can because um, we have, well, the guy who did back, 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 back we say I'm back probably saying it wrong, but. <laughs> well, from in the Midlands in England near Birmingham, we say back. Um, Sounds nicer. But, yeah. Uh, so the guy that went into those and came up with them was previously before that doing bowel nosodes. I don't know if you know this, which is homeopathy. And it's basically one of the most powerful tools we have in homeopathy. They're a bit like probiotics, but almost like personalized energetic ones. Um, although that's been bastardized a lot because people do polyvalent and all stuff, but they're really good therapeutically and can be used really well. But Balnosodes, the guy that invented back flower essences previously was in like labs extracting bacteria from like poo 
diseased poo or feces, should we be more posh? And she was basically making that into homeopathy. So then he has like 20 years of doing these amazing provings on when we take back the energy of people's poop, bacteria. And then he was like, screw this, I'm going to do the flower essences. And yes, people do get confused, um, but I actually sometimes will prescribe them for clients as something immediate. And, you know, there's like white chestnut tree that's used in um, in flower essences. We um, there is like a certain remedy in white chestnut flower that we might use for like sexual trauma and you know it's to do with like the loss of innocence and that's still white chestnut but it's when you take something from its uh tink or I know flower essence aren't technically like tinctures but from that more material form um when you potentize it it changes the energy of it and we start to see pictures and uh different provings of the flower essences are quite fascinating and people do confuse them they're not the same they kind of come from the same guy that did homeopathy so I feel like they're allowed to take that pass they can play nicely together I always joke because I haven't taken the time to really study flower essence in depth so I always tell yeah. people like listen I'm not the expert to speak on it but I always also tell people like it's not going to hurt, you know, like at, in your healing yeah. protocol, it's like adding in anything like, you know, like healing stones and flower essence. Like I think it all can work and play nicely. So um, I think what would be really helpful for people, and maybe this is like a silly question, but so I, I get asked a lot, especially with herbalism, like what's a really good, you know, herbal starter kit, like, or I call when you're building sort of like your, you know, herbal first aid kit, right? So there's something for maybe your lungs and something for your sinuses, something that I would call like pre-season herbs and something for an emotional tonic or whatever it is. So like, are there a couple, maybe like two to five things that you feel like if somebody was to be very new to homeopathy, and they were to build out kind of their homeopathy starter kit, like, like something for emotional support, maybe something for, um, I don't know, stress, maybe for immunity. Like, are there a couple that are maybe just very go-to uh, protocols for you or things that are really good foundations for people who are like, this is so cool. I definitely want to learn about this more and start dipping my toe in the homeopathy pool. For me, it's just like, because homeopathy is so personal, like I'm really hesitant to say, get these few remedies because then they might be like, well, they're for this. And then they take them and they're not really the right thing for them. So they have a cough. Coughs are quite a tough one to crack sometimes with homeopathy. So then it's just like, oh, this doesn't work. And it's like, no, it wasn't the right remedy. So then they don't pursue it anymore. When actually it could be, one of the best tools they have in their house. Um, so my general thing to people is get a basic kit and they're not expensive. Like when you have it, it will last you your lifetime. Um, they last, they'll say they have an expiry date, but I think that's just like a, a rule thing. So the best place to get kits is like a basic 42 kit or a basic 18 kit or a basic 36 kit. We have British pharmacies over here. Um, I'm not sure like what's in the US because the British pharmacies will, will ship to the US and you can ask them to like wrap them in foil if you're a bit like I would ask them to do that. It'll cost you like a pound and it will protect them from kind of like when they go through the x-ray scanners and all of that stuff, which I think can affect remedies. Um, so anyway, you can get like a basic kit from Ainsworth's. 
If you're a mum and you have children, I'd probably advise getting a mum and baby kit because that's amazing. It deals with like all all uh, ailments, you know, to do with being a mum and having a baby, mastitis, colic, teething, colds, coughs, temperatures, ear infections. And then the other basic 36 kits that you'll get from Helios or Ainsworth, both will come with little booklets where you'll look in it and go, okay, I've got a cough. And then it'll give you like a mini uh, dry cough, choke, dry cup choking cough, and it'll say, bang, remedy. So you can take that. You can do three doses. And then if it doesn't work, you just move on to another one that's there for coughs. So there's 42 remedies, but they've probably got about 3,000 uses, if not more in one kit. They're just incredible. So then you don't have to waste time going to the doctors. You don't have to waste time speculating. Because you'll feel a cough coming and say, right, straight away, take the remedy. And it's gone before you know it. Um, or you can you can be quite sick and go to the doctors with a diagnosis. You know, you say you have an ear infection. This happened with my baby. She's screaming for four days. I thought better take it to the doctors because I don't know what's wrong. And then they were like, oh, she has an ear infection in her left ear. Great. So I knew the exact remedy. So I got sent home with antibiotics, which I always say, like, take in case because, like, if you're a mum, sometimes you've just got to give them the thing. Thankfully, Bonnie's never, ever needed antibiotics because we have homeopathy. But then because I know what's wrong, you have a diagnosis, you know what's happening, then you can look it up. And there are lots of remedies for ear infections. But when there's been tissue change, so there's like pus and it's it's got deep, too deep, that, you know, the conventional belladonna is not going to work. Something like mercury is going to clear it up. 30 minutes and she was back to herself after being sick for four days so it's really that quick if you don't have a kit and you have to like go on amazon and order the remedy or go to whole foods and find it it might not be there when you've got a kit it's like right there so i think they're like 36 uk pounds but let me tell you the value is priceless so i don't get a commission on these kits by the way i just tell everyone to get them because they're great no, that's so, great to know that you can literally get a starter quick kit. Like I joke about yeah. it and say that like in a cheeky yeah. manner, but there's quite literally a starter kit. But you also said something that is important, I think, for everybody to listen about, to listen to, is that get the booklet or go on Amazon and get a book that goes with it too, because it's very rare that it is so linear. Like I have X condition, so Y homeopathic or tincture or whatever is going to quote fix cure whatever so it's always understanding to your point and this is you know Chinese medicine talks about this a lot like your temperament your constitutional type coughs are a great example a dry cough protocol is very different than a wet cough protocol if yeah. you have yellow mucus as opposed to white mucus those are two very different protocols so i love that you said that and for people to really take the time to understand yes i have these main symptoms but here are the branches that go with the symptom that i'm currently having i love that you said that yeah because you are right they're they they're they're so different and sometimes like people will message me and i love that they're getting their kit out and having a go but they just give phosphorus for a cough and they're giving like phosphorus 200 like deep remedies i'm like they don't have pneumonia like we don't need to go there yet let's try something else like so it is important um and like there are protocols like the Banerjee protocols which are from india they are protocols homeopathic protocols and they're proven really effective but you need a diagnosis sometimes we we don't get the right diagnosis especially these days like I got given like 
lung antibiotics when I had strep throat. And I was like, these aren't going to work. This is years ago before homeopathy. Yeah. And of course, it didn't. And then I had sepsis in my bones and my whole body. And I was like, wow. I just needed penicillin. But now we're in a really shit, really shit situation. And then I was like, I just had homeopathy. I can see now what I needed. So I'm like, ugh, frustration. But yeah. Cool. So. Well, this has been, um, I think, so helpful. I've never had anybody on the show explain homeopathy. I selfishly wanted to learn more about it, too. So before I let you tell everybody how they can work with you and your services and where they can find you, I like to always ask people, what is, you know, either one piece of health advice? I know you're a mom, so maybe mom advice or just general uh, advice that you wish, you know, your younger self heard or that you think your future self might need to hear that you want to leave listeners with that it could have nothing to do with homeopathy. It could just be something that you've heard recently and it resonates with you, but just a piece of advice for people to sort of marinate on when they're done listening to this, that you're like, you know what, that was really helpful for me in my life, whether that's, you know, relationship stuff, love, health, whatever professional that you think would just be like a good nugget for people to have. And then you can tell everybody where they can find you and all the things. I'm literally just like, oh man, no idea. One thing, one thing I'm always saying to my mum friends, so this may not be applicable to literally anyone, is like, do you know, like, how do I explain this? Just like, less is more. Like, don't overthink it. Like, health, don't overthink it. Sometimes we're doing all these crazy, like, deep ass parasite cleanses and all these crazy things it's like actually for most people if they were just to stress less and eat well their body would be able to do the things to heal they just had more fun had more sex like I don't know whatever lights you up and then just say no to things you don't want to do like I think there's there's a lot of simplicity in like our grandparents you know they were just like what do you want about veganism or like we just you know, eat meat and veg and like they live to a ripe old age eating lard and I don't know. And just not thinking about how to nurture our kids and how we're going to be on your phone. Like, I don't know. So that's the biggest thing. Like, I think that I have my whole life has been an unpicking of like, you just literally don't need to make things hard for yourself. Um, so maybe that's useful. And I'm not saying that to dismiss chronic health complaints because I've had a long healing journey. Uh, but yeah, it's possible to heal. Uh, but usually it's about letting go, not doing more, um, which you're always saying stress less. So I can appreciate that. Oh, I love that. It's about letting go, not doing more. I always say to people like do less to get more out of your health. But I think the way you said it is so eloquent and succinct. So that should be on a coffee mug for you. I joke with like every guest. There's always like a few little catch lines or, you know, whatever taglines that I think for you that really sums it up. So I mean, thank you so much for being on the show. I, I really am grateful for your time. And I know the time difference has been rough for us schedule-wise, but um, because you're so amazing and I love you, I know everybody else will love you. So how can people find you, follow you, work with you, get some of the master classes that you have? Um, this will also be in the show notes for people, but just let them know where they can get more of you because you're just a sweet little angel. <laughs> I'm leaving. It's like, that's so good. Thank you, Brianna. Um, so you can find like I'm most active on Instagram really and my Instagram handle is flourish with Cassie that's my podcast which is quite quiet but that's just because mom life um and 
I'm taking patients now. I don't have masses and masses of space for patients, but I do have space to take on patients in my homeopathy clinic. Um, so people can reach out to me via Instagram. My website is a bit uh, all over the place because my business is transitioning. So probably not the most informational place. And uh, so Instagram, you can just chat to me. I'm, I'm really chill, just sliding my DMs. Um, I do have my pregnancy masterclass. That's kind of, I'm doing that this week, which will be gone by the time the podcast comes. Um, and that's available on record. Uh, it's all going to be automated, but literally there is no automation. My, this is maternity leave for me. Um, so yeah, the best place is to reach out on Instagram and then I can point you in the right direction. Um, you know, or just to ask me like if someone's sick or you're sick and just what remedy you can try, like I'm very relaxed in that way. So so yeah it's probably not the most succinct and biz savvy my business coach would be killing me now but no I love it keeping it real that's what we do here on the Brianna Approved podcast so thank you so much and I hope you have an amazing magical day thank you for having me Brianna Ciao.